Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Nintendo Shag Podcast titled New Co-Host Day. I'm Rebecca and I am super duper excited for today's show. How about you, Garrett? I am very excited for this show. This, this is, is, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a really good one because we have a brand new co-host that will be joining mm-hmm. us that we have been teasing. We have not yet revealed it. We will be revealing very, very shortly. Some of you have been guessing really good guesses. Um, it is someone who is very near and dear to our hearts in the PSVG community. Um, before we get into that, uh, we will start the show like we do each and every week by thanking our producers, uh, our live on air producers, Edwin Callow. AJ Pentcoast, Chris C, Devin Tyus, Horse Girl 69, Nice, Joe Wilson, Josh Marvoni, Kyle Hyman, Nick Creature, Nick Fallover, Paul Calico, RJ Kern, Stephen Keller, and Zach Adams. Thank you for being Nailed our it. producers. Thank you, thank you. So are we ready should, for the reveal of who sh- our new Nintendo Shack co-host is? Should, should we reveal? Should we reveal? (laughs) Drum roll. Drum roll. Welcome on in to Elaine, who was the fabulous host of the Xbox Empire. If you listen to our other PSVG shows. Hi, Elaine. What's good, guys? Hi, Chad. Hi, everybody out there. When Donnie said that, um, you know, he was changing up the shows and, you know, kind of condensing and moving things around and me and Garrett were like, who is our third person going to be? And we were like thinking things over and we're like, are we going to try to do, you know, like tryouts, like kind of like how we did. And then Donnie said, guys, what about Elaine? And we're like. Oh my gosh, that would be so perfect because we already know you. We already love you. We are so excited to see what you're going to bring to the table and and do for this show. And we're really excited that you're here. I'm excited. I'm ready to to nerd out with you. Yeah, let's go. I'm I'm excited. This is like, um, I don't have to hurt any cats. That's Rebecca's problem. I don't have to. I just chill. I'm going to get a foot rest. It's going to be a good time. This is going to be a good time. It's going to be a really good time because I have listened to the Xbox Empire a lot. um, And me not even being an Xbox fan just because of you and what you bring to the show and I feel like I don't know a lot of your history with Nintendo and like I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. might be surprised that you're a big Nintendo fan and like might not expect you to yeah to Mm -hmm. you know they might not know what you're going to bring to the show and you will have a lot of questions to answer because without even knowing who you were people were throwing our new host (laughs) questions so I hope you are ready to be in the hot seat um <laughs> uh, you ready? We were debating. We were debating on like the order of what to do in this show, and I was overthinking everything. And Garrett just like started the show, so I would like to start with to. putting you in the hot seat before we get into what you know, what we've been playing and what we've been up to, and before we get into the headlines and before we get into like the general questions. I do want to put our new co-host Elaine in the hot seat here, and we'll kind of keep it open to start. Um, for those who don't know, uh, we would like to know. 
What's your history and background with Nintendo? Give us a little bit of, you know, background information on what, you know, video games in general, what, what it's like for you. So Nintendo was the first, the NES was the first system I owned. So I was about four and my dad was go. like a big tech nerd guy. And so he saw the console came, come out and he bought one for me for Christmas, for me, except it wasn't for me. It was for him, um, which I do to my kids now. Thanks, dad, for teaching me that move. <laughs> So then I played a bunch of Duck Hunt with my dad until I started beating him at it, and then he was done. And I kept playing video games for all eternity. The Nintendo system that really grabbed my heart, though, was the original Game Boy. I remember sitting nice. in the back of my parents' car on Christmases, tilting it to catch the street lamps as they would go by so I could play Tetris yes. on the way back and forth to my, to my grandmother's. Like, that was, like, I have very fond memories of that brick. I could murder a man yes. with this Game Boy. You know, I'm so glad alone. that you have that experience with the Game Boy in the backseat because I feel like that's almost like a universal shared experience of like our generation of, you know, before they had the backlit screens and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I, was, I feel like that's such a solid, relatable memory. I was just mm -hmm. talking to a friend about the original Game Boy Advance, which I love the form factor of, right? But it doesn't have a backlit screen. I'm like, I'm going to take one apart and put an IPS screen. I'm going to mod a Game Boy Advance. And she's like, but why? And I'm like, because I can. Like, Because you can, yeah. Because I'm an adult. Did <laughs> you know, so. you know, and did you do it? Not yet. Oh I'm going to buy the kit. The kits were out of stock when okay, I first cool. looked. But don't worry, it's happening. Oh, it's it's so funny going back to that old tech and wondering how we used to live like that and we used to like it. Like nowadays, it's impossible know. to go back to those unlit screens. Like, how did we do that? <laughs> uh, the flashlight where we had a permanent neck crank and then they sold that magnifier yep. for the original Game Boy. Yes. I realize I'm dating my, my butt here, but like... <laughs> I, with the I had the little <laughs> twisted the wire. Yes, thing, yeah. the twisted wire. It's like when we had those book lights when we were kids so we could yeah. read in the dark. Now we have Kindles with backlights. <laughs> in my day, we needed separate lights, you know? Like oh, that's yeah. the, that's the, that was the vibe. So yeah, Nintendo is like a, has a very special place in my gaming history. Cause that's the only manufacturer of consoles that I've owned every one at through time. Like mm -hmm. at So you've been, you've been a Nintendo fan since the start. Yeah, I waited in line so for So already yes. you're getting yeah. an A plus in this yeah. category. Yeah, I waited outside of a Best Buy like, all night for a DS. I slept in the back of my car to get a Wii. Like, I don't play. I nice. love Nintendo stuff. I love Nintendo stuff. Awesome. I like your energy. <laughs> for those Big who Nintendo. maybe don't listen to the other PSVG shows, maybe they only listen to Nintendo Shack. Um, I kind of spilled the beans a little bit here, but tell us about your history with PSVG. It's a funny story. I started with PSVG in September of 2020, and it all happened because Delvin tweeted retweeted donnie looking mm -hmm. for a, a host for xbox empire because he had he was down a host i replied to delvin and said oh man i miss podcasting and he was like yo this would be a good choice and then within like a week and a half i was the co-host of empire and then we closed the doors on that show and now we're doing um play some video games where i get to it's me and these three boys that i have to like oh my god it's making my hair <laughs> how is that by the way by the way <laughs> I'm fine. Are you are you fine right now? Everybody fine. needs okay. to go listen to to the show. They record it, and did it come out uh, this morning? So like, it's available to go listen to yet for for patrons. The second episode is out now. I believe it's Sundays for non patrons, and the first episode okay. is on the feed mm. for everyone. So like, yes, it's hilarious. There's a lot of laughing, dumb conversations. It's a good show. It's Check a good it show. It's a good it good core four. I like it. And mm -hmm. Garrett, do you remember when uh, Donnie was looking for a new Xbox co-host and when he told us that he found somebody and he's like, there's this girl, Elaine. Mm -hmm. And we're like, who is this? Oh, yeah. He, he, he said, like, no she's idea. the real deal. I'm pretty sure those are the oh. words that he used. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. He instantly messaged us like, "I found the one." And I was that like, was the, like the one literally what, what he said. <laughs> the one, like the Wait, co-host. To, you're married to my already. Show. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, that's what you mean. Oh, okay, done. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, he knew yeah, pretty man. instantly. Really so, good. so I'm glad that we have you for this show too. We st- do. Kind of stole you in a way. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but like I was, I'm happy to be stolen for Nintendo stuff. I never get to just talk about big joyous Nintendo things. Like I get embroiled mm-hmm. in the Xbox PlayStation stuffs more often and it's really cool to be able to be like but this is a happy place for me like look my boo is in the background I'm it's happy I'm happy I'm happy we're gonna have lots of this is gonna be our our happy place Thursday mm-hmm. nights where we're gonna get to nerd out on on just Nintendo because the other show has everything but this is yes. just Nintendo yep um so Lots. So we had people write in questions for the mysterious co-host, but lots and lots of people asked the most hard-hitting question of all: What's your favorite Nintendo franchise? If you have to pick one, what's Just your one. favorite? It's Metroid. It's always been Metroid. <gasps> oh, I, I had a okay. feeling it's you were going to say that, nice. and I think you made a lot of people happy. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny because like that's the game when I played it on NES that I have like some of the fondest memories of. My I mm-hmm. would drive, and my friend would like draw the maps out. So we could figure that game out because, you know, we didn't have money to go buy like Nintendo Power. My parents wouldn't buy me, you know. So I have a wall art. I'll tweet it. And I have like a box art of Super Metroid on my wall. Like that's it's one of my favorites of all time. Like it's up there among favorite video game franchises probably too. So Metroid. How much do you love that Metroid is finally getting all the love it deserves? I lost my fool mind when they announced Dread. I lost my mind because we haven't had a new Metroid game in so long, and I've been so bummed mm-hmm. that Prime 4 has been just... I've, and <laughs> Out of the ether, we just don't know what's so going I on want, with that. I need this. It's need not this. even that they just announced a game or that they announced you know this this long-hidden game. They tweet about it almost every day. They're giving it the, you know They're giving it the time of day. I, They're pushing it's it. has got to feel good. It does. It's mm-hmm. so awesome. Like, she's such an iconic character for me, and those games are so, like, I, I like them all for different reasons, too. Like, there are none mm-hmm. that I don't like. They are, there are some that I like more and less. Okay, Other M, we'll just, we'll discuss it another date. <laughs> We're going to have a full conversation about Other M at just, some point. I need to unpack my trauma from that game at some point with my therapist, but, like... <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm really excited about Dread. That was the one where I was like, I will fight someone for these amiibo. Fight me. I'm very small. And did you get your pre-order? I did, and a did special edition okay. too. Yeah, your I got them. Good. Okay. I had to fight. Good. I had good, to fight good, the good. internet, but I'm ready. Oh, I'm so pumped. <laughs> oh, I'm so pumped. So excited. So Metro is that person from Samus or from, from Super Smash Brothers, right? Totally, yeah, dude. That, totally. Do you know that, that guy? Yes. Yo, the best part <laughs> ever. That turns is into when, a ball. Yeah, rolls up into the ball bomb. You know. That dude. Exactly. <laughs> the, the down the, B. I, the, yeah. <laughs> dude, the best all-time thing is boys in your class finding out with the secret ending that it was a girl all along. And yeah. Going, yeah. Because when in the like late 80s, early 90s, there were not that many female lead characters. There were always damsels mm-hmm. in distress. So like that's why she's so awesome. I'm like, she's about to. You know, everyone calls that one of the biggest twists in gaming history. And I kind of hate that that's like considered a, a twist. plot twist. Yeah. That like it couldn't possibly yeah. have been a woman. Like we're so surprised. You know, I hate that that's a twist, but I'm glad that like nowadays it wouldn't considered. Uh, yeah, wouldn't it's funny. That. It's such a time and place thing, right? Like mm-hmm. when then, yeah, because video games were such a boy hobby and like which is so stupid but they were and i got teased <laughs> for playing video games like that was a big deal boys were mad it was, and I was like, it was 
That's you know, good. and I've always wondered why Nintendo hasn't pushed Metroid harder as one of like their flagship titles. That's kind of one of their like, you know, mascots, mm-hmm. you know, to have such a strong, mm-hmm. you know, woman lead as, as a character, why they haven't pushed this more. Um, so I'm so glad that they finally are. And I'm, I'm so excited. glad that it's your favorite. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I can't wait for Metroid. I'm f- I can't wait I'm for like Metroid. I'm like frothing. October is so close. So close. Not a one huge month. Metroid fan, but I loved uh, the 3DS one. And so very excited mm-hmm. for this one as well. Yeah. So we have a lot of um, questions specifically pointed towards you, and they a lot of them said we, uh, me and Garrett, could also answer them as well. Um, and keep in mind that they did not know who you were when they were asking yep, these. Yep. Um, so I'm sure next week when we're asking more questions, now that they know specifically who you are, maybe we'll get even more. <laughs> oh, goody. I love these. Let's go. <laughs> so you might be in the hot seat two weeks in a, in a row. That's we'll fine. See. It's not that hot here. Um, <laughs> Zach says, "How does it feel to work alongside the? I hate saying this. Alongside the great Forest Minish and Bland Explosion, you are great. Not great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and what do you look forward to the most being on the show? This is was really exciting for me. Ever since we did the crossover episode right around the holidays, like we have such a great vibe. I think you two are so easy to chat with and so much oh. fun, and we see things from different perspectives, but not in like a combative way. So it's it." Man, it's a feel-good, yeah, hearts. It's a feel-good show. Like, it makes me, like, we mm-hmm. can disagree like adults, and that's nice, you know? And um, I don't know. It feels, like, light and comfortable. It's so good. And what do I look forward to the most? Man, I get to talk about Nintendo stuff with two it's lovely people who I enjoy. That's that's the best. That's the best. It's going to be good. Yeah. I um, do have a lot of fond memories of that uh what was it called the crossover show yeah, that we did we, for we went over game like the, of the game year of the year episode. yeah it was yeah. i kind of remember as the game of the year where mm-hmm. it just felt like it was our first time pos- uh, podcasting together but it felt so natural and like you know we, we clicked with everything so it just yep. feels when you know he suggested that you be our co-host that's why i immediately had no reservations just because it worked mm-hmm. out so well with that episode that's um, why I bloated it. That's why when Donnie was like, they're looking for a third, I'm like, you know, I don't do just... anything on Thursday nights, and I do <laughs> like them a lot. And he was like, oh, oh, this could be good. It's <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, it was the same vibe. I was like, I came off that episode like I could talk for six hours with these people about nothing. Honestly. I'd be very happy. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I could foresee when we have big news days, us talking forever. <laughs> It'll be great. Sorry, Internet. We'll be talking for a while. <laughs> we yep. will. G-Man wants to know, how did you get to sign up to join a podcast with two awesome people being Rebecca and Garrett? And also, nice to meet you. Oh, man. It's so nice to meet you, G-Man. You kind of just answered that, I too. just <laughs> answered this one, but it was totally like Donnie was like, I was talking to him about other stuff and like getting more involved and it just worked out. And then Rebecca, in all caps, I believe, messaged him back. So I was like, I think they're into it. It did. They might be into it. It was all caps. You're right. <laughs> It was very sudden, too. I was like, oh, wow. Hey, Rebecca responded. <laughs> oh, to that. Cool. we didn't have to do any work. It just happens. <laughs> we didn't have to do anything. <laughs> nope. We had the best host. Edgardo says, if you could be any Nintendo character inside any of its games, who would you be and why? Look, I want to be Samus. Okay. This is this is totally. Oh, a pa- this is a power good, fantasy yeah. thing. She has a six spaceship. She has a pet Metroid. I mean, kind of. It's. You know, she had a pet Metroid. She had one. She has awesome armor. She is feared and she is a bounty hunter. What more could you? She explores cool planets. I want to do I want to do her job. Yeah, let's go. It is. That would be a very good one. That's the one I want. Um, I have a feeling you probably also share this dream. But if I ever become a billionaire and I can like just do like like have a stupid amount of money, I want to get a custom made Varia suit 
I want like, it. With lights and everything. <laughs> I want the black and gray version. I specifically Ooh. like that, that oh, version. Okay. And I'll have to share with you, there's an Etsy shop that they make custom pins, and they have a side profile of just her bust in that suit, and it's sick. It's like do you such have a it? Good... I didn't buy it yet, but I'm going to spend too much money on pins. <laughs> you, should. you should. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Absolutely should. Kevin says, first of all, congratulations and welcome mystery co-host. He wants to know, what if Nintendo does an acquisition for one company? What company, big or small, would be the best decision for Nintendo? I think this is a question we've answered before, so I think he wants to get your take on it. You know, my gut instinct is to say Platinum. Because I think some of the stuff that Platinum has done for Nintendo in the past has been really good. And I think that with the franchises that Nintendo has and Platinum's like sort of expertise, they could do really rad things. Um, There are probably Mm -hmm. others that make more sense, but my gut is like, I want more rad action games just for Nintendo inside of their franchises. So, Oh, that would be great. That's my answer. Uh, There's no near in in Nintendo. I know. platforms at all they have so many different franchises they got astral chain recently oh my gosh if they just right kept you know platinum in the pocket astral chain 2 is like a done deal also metroid other m could have been a rad game if it had been more of a platinum joint i'm just saying Mm. i'm just saying okay i feel like also (laughs) giving, giving that studio you know just bigger teams bigger budgets and not just to see what they can do and i feel like that opens up a, a different side like i want to say a different audience mm-hmm. for uh for nintendo just because yep. it does seem to be mature games that they make um mm-hmm. and yep. it might i don't know i think that would interest a lot of people for sure to see kind of what what they would do there yeah they, we, did they do star fox zero is that the people they? that did i don't remember no. i don't think so or if they did they didn't oh my do goodness i it. should know that. you should know this information oh. <laughs> i'm not a star fox fan. i should be a wiki because I, I, I was thinking, man, a Platinum Star Fox game would be cool. I was like, wait, did they do Star they Fox They might have. Because Rack and Chat says they did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I want an actual good effort one. into a, a, a good Star Fox game from Platinum. Because I think they can make a good Star Fox game. I just... This is they, a, they've been hit or miss. Star sometimes. Fox needs a good game. <laughs> Star Fox needs a good game. <laughs> Very badly. Um, I feel like... My Pla- heart. <laughs> Platinum has an A team and B team problem because they did a couple of yeah. Teenage Mut- Mutant Ninja Turtle games that were a- atrociously awful too. Like, but mm. some of their games are amazing, right? When they're given, when they get their good people on it, their best people, mm-hmm. those games like hit for me every time. So definitely. Yep. Platinum, I like it. I like I like this question. <laughs> West 3DP wants to know. In memory of Donnie, oh my god, what is your most hated genre? <laughs> oh, this question's hard. Just like go I for don't. It. It's 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 strategy RPGs, like strategy oh. ones specifically. I, I you I, just I know. broke Garrett's heart. So and I don't. It's unfair because I don't <laughs> hate them. I'm just. It's the one genre that I'm incredibly selective of what I like in. That's what. Okay. It is. Okay. It's not. That, I don't fair. hate. Like I play everything. I'm the problem that I have is that I play everything. Everything. And I, buy, I buy everything. Like I'm. It's bad. Um, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's like I like Fire Emblem chat. Don't get nervous. Um, but there are some <laughs> that I just can't like Disgaea. I can't. I don't know what it is. I've tried. I can understand that actually. Disgaea is you know? like not the top of my list with strategy role playing yeah. games. And okay. Fire Emblem. Yeah. Like I like Advanced Wars. It really depends on the game and this and the franchise for me. So, but that's the one. Mm-hmm. Best answer I got. Sounds good. I like how that was in memory of Donnie. <laughs> I don't know why. If you want me to get as angry as Donnie, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, sorry, Gary. I don't dislike Fire Emblem. I love Fire Emblem. It's anime as hell. Good. We're really here You've for that. You've been redeemed. Very here for that. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. All the waifus. 
Carlos has a few questions for you. Okay. He wants to know, first Nintendo game ever played, did mm. you say it was Duck Hunt? It was Duck Hunt. Yep, it was, it Duck, was Duck, Hunt. Duck Hunt. Okay. Favorite Nintendo console? It's a real toss-up between what is it? the GBA and the Super Nintendo. I think it's the Super Nintendo. You have good taste, Elaine. I think it's the Super Nintendo. Okay. Uh, that's my good. Opinion. This is all I'll working out so far. See? We're <laughs> we're gonna maybe keep you around for a oh, while. Oh, I can stay. Yeah, I think the Super Nintendo has like two or three of my favorite games of all time, so it has to be the Super Nintendo. So good. Yep. <laughs> he good. also wants to know your favorite Mario game and your favorite Zelda game. It's Super Mario World is my favorite Mario game. Correct. It's, it's, that's it's, the correct answer. I know most people want to go Mario three, and I'm like, not nah, dog, but Super Mario World though. So are you more that, of a two D yeah. than three D Mario yeah, player? Yeah, I definitely am. Like I. I like them. I just attach to them more. I played more of them too. Um, Zelda, boy, I think it's linked to the past. I, I, I it's linked to the past. Let's go. We're I know keeping it, you forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be linked to the past. Like I love Ocarina, but I I could replay Link to the Past yearly and still love it. Like every single time. Yeah. So yeah, it has just aged. I think the thing is with the Super yeah. Nintendo, and I'm seeing a theme with your answers here. They've just aged so well. Like you can yep. still yep. go back. Like I feel like a lot of people, and I feel like this is probably true for me, and I just don't want to admit it. But like the nostalgia probably plays a big part in what we say our favorite games are. Mm-hmm. But I feel like trying very hard to look through an objective lens, like. Super Nintendo games have just aged so well. And, like, people playing them for the first time, yeah, they're a little tough, but you can play them for the first time and enjoy them. Sprite work holds up better than 3D modeling for me almost every time. And and the Super Nintendo just has some really iconic sprite work. Like, Super Metroid is exceptional. Link to the Past is amazing. Super Mario Mm -hmm. World. They're beautiful. They're still beautiful. Yep. And it makes me look at games like Octopath Traveler and wonder, like, why aren't they doing more games in this style? It's going to look beautiful forever. I feel like we're the type, like it, the aging gamers feel this way, and the younger folks who grew up with so much more graphical power feel differently because they're so used to things looking hyper realistic. And I get that, you know, I do, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm old and I want my sprites. <laughs> okay, <laughs> same. <laughs> um, and finally, Hobik uh, says we need to get to know this new co-host on a deep and personal level. Waffles or pancakes? I love this. This was a hot topic in the Play this Some Video Game show last night. It got night. very spicy okay. last night. So, like, given these two options, these two options. Just alone, these two options, yes. It's waffles. Because I want a okay. warm waffle that I put butter in, so much, too much butter. And then it melts and leaves little pools of butter in each of the nooks. And then you <laughs> add the syrup over top and you I have can, I can understand that. buttery, syrupy nooks of, of joy. Okay. Of joy. Another question. The size of these holes, what are they? Are they are they like the Texas size, big ones going? Yeah. Or are we talking the little tiny Eggo? No, no, no. Eggos are trash. Let's no, just, no, no. Eggos. They, fro- thank you. Frozen waffles are garbage, okay? Like if I'm yes. going to put forth the effort and eat a carbohydrate that has sugar and more carbohydrate on top of it, then I'm going to eat a good one. And it's going to mm-hmm. be like in a waffle maker that flippies. You know what that, I mean? That flips all around. Oh, yeah. yeah I want to yeah, yeah. do that. I, I have one of those. They're more work. They taste better. But to the chat's point, because Kyle just said it in the chat, if I have any breakfast (laughs) confection option, French toast is better than both for me. Every French toast is absolutely superior. French toast is the best Mm. breakfast carbohydrate confection for me. That's my go to. So now, you know. Now, you know, completely agree with that. Although I will I will say that all breakfast foods, in my opinion, are top tier. Breakfast is the best meal. 
breakfast breast, breakfast also tastes better at dinner time. Don't at me. Oh, it does. It's true every that, time. Okay, it's that's true correct. Every time. Um, there's one breakfast I've I've been making every weekend. Oh, tell me. And Ooh. it's it's actually called a Dutch baby. Oh, Ever those are awesome. Yeah, they're like a what yeah, that, yeah. Like, poured pancake thing. Oh, they're so good, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit, it's a higher portion of eggs versus flour. And it has an eggy taste to it. You can make it any flavor you want. I do salty or sweet. In the salty, I put green onion in there. Mm. Oh, it's so good. And then you mix that batter in the in a pan up top. And then you put it in the oven immediately so you can let it rise. Yeah, I got to take a picture for you. You have to send me a recipe for that dude. because I have never heard of this before and I love breakfast foods. So oh, I dude, Dutch babies are amazing. Need to make this. Yes, you do. They're yeah. pretty easy and they're kind of, oh, they're crepey almost because they're more Ooh. egg than, right. they're very good. But more eggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. very good. <sighs> An eggy taste. I am oh, definitely going to make that this weekend if you send me the recipe. Yes. Excellent. Those are all the questions that were, I believe, specifically for you, uh, Elaine. We do have some more questions uh, at the end of the show. And like I said, I'm sure you'll be put in the hot seat again next week when people know it's you. Bring it um, on. <laughs> <laughs> so now what I want to know is what we've been playing lately. Um, Garrett, you said you've been playing games here and there. What have you been up okay, to? Okay, guys. Uh, here's the thing. I've I've been like worked like to, to the bone for like the past like month and then like the next four months or whatever, I'm going to be doing the same exact thing until I graduate. So um, I don't have much time to play games, but what I do now, now I'm done with Monster Hunter Stories 2. I'm not trying to commit to one game. I'm, I'm, I'm dabbling all around right now before Life is Strange and then Metroid Dread. Those are coming up. I don't want to stick to one big game. So I've been going back to games that I just haven't finished. Like, Atelier Ryza. Um, that is a still a great game to me. I'm like 20 hours in. I'm like, huh, I should finish this game eventually sometime. Um, so I've been playing that. I've been playing Axiom Verge mm. as well uh, on the PlayStation Vita in the bus. I'm still doing that, but like it's it's very few uh, in short intermittent times. Um, what else have I been playing? I think those are like the two specific Nintendo-ish games. I've been playing Tales of Berseria a lot on my laptop, and that's a game that should be on Switch. I don't know why it's not. It's hmm. it's a very uh, JRPG cartoonish focused game. Um, it's I love the action to it. I love the story and the characters behind it as well. So yeah, I just been dabbling. Oh, I play Pokemon Snap. <gasps> I played. A, yes, I was uh, playing it with uh, Fiona and. I I eventually just took over the controls because she wanted me to take the pictures for the Pokemon. And she's like, this is good practice for you to take pictures in real life. And I'm like, y you're right. Oh, <laughs> <burn>. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds good. Do you um, feel like you're getting better at photography because of it? Yes. Getting in the center, making sure it's the right pose at the right time. <laughs> I'm I'm going through the motions. Uh, I just beat the first area. I'm in the second area right now. Um, it's fine. It's a fine game. I mean, like I enjoy going through a couple levels. I'm not committed to finish it or anything. I'm borrowing it from the library. So I was gonna ask yeah. because I remember you saying that this would be one that you would um, decide to maybe rent, maybe not buy because it's. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's obviously longer than the first game, but you know, if if you're not sure if you will play the whole thing or like if you're not sure if mm -hmm. this is like a game for you, like I could definitely 
say to people, if you're not sure about this one, this would be a, a rent game, not mm-hmm. a buy game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sinking so many hours to finish and collect all the Pokemon, but it's fun to, like, sit down for, like, an hour, an hour and a half, and just go through a couple of these levels in these trails. It's, it's a very nice, well-made game. It's not a bad game at all. It's mm-hmm. just... Mm-hmm. I, I get tired of it after an hour, and I'm like, okay, I'll, off to something else. Off I'm to, surprised to Fiona's mind. not taken to it a little bit more. She wants you to play it more. I thought that she would like it. She likes um, looking at the pictures <laughs> I take. <laughs> she pick the like, ones and say, this is the best one. This is the best yeah, one. Yeah, it's like, it's like, you got to pick this one. I'm like, okay, sounds good. She's like an art <laughs> I'll critic. I'll do that. You better like get ready, man. It's just art. That's, yeah. That's pretty good. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, so you're playing a little bit of everything here and there, just getting ready for some yeah. of the bigger releases. Yes, non-committal right now until Life is Strange, and then Metroid Dread, and then Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Did you lose me? Oh, wait, I hear you. We hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. You're here. Um, but yeah, I'm non-committal right now until okay. Life is Strange. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. so excited. I'm going to dive into that. This weekend, I didn't realize it was out today. I could be playing it right now, but here I am podcasting with some cool people. Yeah, I was about what to be wounded. Wounded, <laughs> right? But no, no. Um, okay, that's cool, Garrett. Anything else? No, that's it. What about you, Elaine? What have you been up to lately? So I'm actually replaying Axiom Verge because I had the like the Metroid bug because Dread is coming out in a month, and I'm like, but I want it now. So yeah. For me, Axiom Verge is one of the closer ones that's had that Super Metroid-y vibe in a long time. I think it's like a combination mm-hmm. of the backgrounds and the areas and the music of that game. The music of that game is so good that I put it's the soundtrack on on Spotify when I walk through Philadelphia, like, all the time. I'm like, this is just, it's like that synth, you know, techno, industrial-style vibe, and I just, I really like it. It's really good stuff. So I've been playing through that on, the, I sit in bed with my Switch Lite. And burrito Ooh. myself in blankets, and it makes me it feel like so I have, cozy. It makes me feel like I have a warm hug. And you're you know. replaying this though, right? Yes, it's not your yes. first time playing. It's not it. my okay. first time through. I really enjoy it. I'm replaying it because the second one got announced, and I was like, I don't remember. I should just. I do this all the time. This is why nothing ever gets finished. I should replay the other <laughs> one first. I think we were just talking last week. I think that I heard the second game is a little bit different than the first game. Yeah, mechanically, where it's, it's less to be different. Metroidvania. Yeah. But I'm still into like I I like I like the vibe of those games so much that I'm like good mm-hmm. I'm glad they tried something different I like it I don't like like a tight iteration on game sequels I like when they stretch and see what mm-hmm. else they can do it's it's more fun okay. it doesn't always work but I enjoy a little bit of different so I'm looking forward to checking that out awesome yeah. are you besides obviously besides Metroid Dread is there anything else that you're getting that's coming up these next couple weeks I am picking up WarioWare this weekend you are which comes I, out tomorrow which comes out tomorrow and i pre-ordered it because i really like even if that game is two hours i don't care i love the WarioWare. like now just bring back rhythm heaven and then mm. i'm happy like give me mm-hmm. more rhythm heaven you know but WarioWare games like i have memories of the wii one and sitting in my old philly apartment with people and playing the, <gasps> the hell wii out of those. one was the best one i love the wii one. my favorite it was so Smith much moves. Fun. still own the copy of that um game. this would probably be a good time to say that's what I've been playing. I have been there you go. I led you the in. past week with WarioWare Get It Together. I did play it for review um, for Twinfinite. You can check out my review at twinfinite.net. Um, 
it, you're right. It's not a long game, but I feel like anyone who's played a WarioWare game before uh, knows that and knows that that's okay. You're not mm-hmm. paying for the number of hours, which incidentally, <laughs> Nintendo told us uh, reviewers that we're not allowed to say how long it took for us to beat the game. Really? Which I feel like in in is of itself like not <laughs> generally a good sign. Um, it feels a little deceptive, but... You know, if you've never played a WarioWare game before, it's not about how long it takes. Um, oh, hello. Hi. Oh, there, it's breaking everything. <laughs> there we go. It's not about how long it takes um, to get through the main campaign, mm-hmm. which um, you might get through it kind of quickly in this game, but that's okay. There's more to unlock after you've completed the campaign. Um, you know, there's different modes. There's, you know, just genuine fun in trying to see what high score you can get in the levels and unlocking all of the micro games. Um, I was a little bit lukewarm about the the new gimmick for this one. This one's the first time where they're having you kind of play as each of the different characters and mm. they all have different abilities. And, you know, you have to try to you pick you pick three, four, five characters to take with you into each level. And there's almost kind of a sense of strategy to it because like you want to pick the characters that you're good at. I ended up gravitating towards the same couple characters every single time, like the ones that I felt were like the easiest to play as, yep. which made the game a breeze. Um, if you want to challenge yourself a little bit more, maybe you want to pick like the, like you can pick a random button to just pick any of the random ones. Um, all of the micro games can be, you know, completed with each of the characters. Um, so you don't need to worry about like missing out on content if you only pick like the same characters. Um, it's an easy game. They're, they're <laughs> but all that's like, okay. Yeah. That's they're okay. Like, they're party games. You know, the, the intention, and it's so rare to get like a high score game in, in 2021 mm-hmm. that's like kind of predicated mm-hmm. upon that concept where it's not just. Here is a 60 to 100 hour epic. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's nice yeah. to just be like, I just want to zone out and have fun. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't want people who are new to WarriorWare going into this and being like, I completed the campaign in like this short amount of time and it was so easy. It was a breeze. What do I do now? Like there really is fun in like, you know, trying to get the highest score and um, check out the variety pack modes. They have the multiplayer modes in there. Mm. I didn't really take to too many of them. Um, there were a couple mm-hmm. like ones that, you know, I, I think could be fun. Like if you're in like a party setting with up to four people, um, it really depends on the group I think um I had a lot of fun with it I'll probably pick it up and play it every once in a while the only thing I really wish that like I feel like in 2021 I wish that they had in a Wario game was online challenging against like face to or head-to-head against uh friends with the yeah. micro games oh. That would have been great. I should be able to like sign on and be like, Elaine, do you want to like play WarioWare together? And we hop on and we go through the micro games and, you know, see who can last the longest or, you know, some of the modes like that. And I'm, I guess I'm just surprised that like a game titled Get It Together and really that focus on like the togetherness doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I wonder they've had their share of issues with multiplayer and like lag yeah. and timing stuff and even yeah. like if you look at mario Party's like multiplayer mode that they released which is kind of a hot mess i wonder if they just couldn't get it to work with the micro games being so short and quick yeah they're then so that's fast why, paced. that's yeah. a good point i think that's probably what happened here if i had to venture i guess they were like we cannot look we know our limits mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know that's kind of how it feels <laughs> I also even wish that there was like just online 
leaderboards or like even just within yes. our friends list for each of the levels. Yes. You know, to see, you can see that, okay, I scored like 38 on this level. I should be able to see on my friends list, okay, like Eileen scored 48. I'm going to try to beat her score or something like that. Um, there is like somewhat of an online where it's called Wario Cup, where every week they have a different challenge okay. and that score is posted like you can see on your friends list. So like you, there's one challenge each week that you can kind of compete for and you can see kind of a worldwide. It's not ranking. It gives you like a letter grade based off of where you scored compared to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they so had, that's something. I wish they had done that as a daily Almost like the roguelike. Daily get dailies. Like, because they're so short anyway. Like, jumping in Mm -hmm. for 10 minutes to do a daily set of micro games would have been a cool way to do it. Oh, that would have been. Yeah, that would have been. Now, this this Wario Cup was a lot harder. It wasn't just normal micro game ness. Okay, that's like a different mode. It was like a. I want to say one of them was like a time attack thing. Ooh. I like kind of caught it, you know, the first week and then it switched while I was reviewing it. So like, I think the first one was a time attack. I think the second one was a score attack. And like, it actually like, took me a couple tries to to get enough that it would register as a score. Okay. okay. <laughs> so that part, if you're looking for more of a challenge, maybe do the Wario Cup. That, that part's a little bit harder. I'm looking forward to playing um, this. I'm looking forward to the weird. Give me the weird. It's so good. I didn't feel that Nintendo really pushed this, and that's why I didn't feel like this game is going to be, as you said, this grand, I don't know, yeah. party game or, or, yeah. or whatever it is. It's it's just a small game. And it's like, hey, this is what we're coming up with. Here, let's just get it out there. How yeah. uh, how long are these micro games? Are they like two minutes or something oh, like that? Like, or like, the micro games are like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like you, it really is just, game, so. it puts it up on the screen. It gives you a quick direction, like don't fall off. Yes. And you have like five seconds where you have to like stay balanced. And if you mm. do it, you continue on to the next one. And it goes faster and faster and faster. Um, okay. Okay. Part of the- how, how many micro games are there? That's a good question. So this one has like just over 200. Like I want to say there's like 215 or something. Oh, That's okay. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of micro games. There's probably Got about it. like 15 to 20 in each level. Okay. I think- and like the first time, like if you're just playing it like once all the way through, you're not going to see all of the micro games. Right. You don't get yeah. all the micro games in like one try. The joy for me of these games is actually putting them in front of people who've never played them before because they're always something that you can just pick up with one or two buttons. So like having people play them together is sort of the point, but it's so hard with everything being still kind of weird for a lot of people. So I don't, you know, it's like... I would describe it as the best multiplayer single player game. That's fair. Do you know what I mean by that? (laughs) Yep, I do. I do know what you mean by that. It's totally a single player game, but it's still a party game. Like like you said with Smooth Moves on the Wii, I have such fond memories of um, being in middle school when this game came out. Oh my God, I'm so old, Rebecca. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh boy, all right. I'm just going to go get my cane. Oh, Okay. <laughs> and playing with my friend Cassie, um, just like laughing and giggling yep. and like going back and forth, passing the Wii remote back and forth, and then getting to the end, just the zaniness of, of yes. these games. And just find somebody who you can Google with with yep. WarioWare. These are fun for ki- I'm excited to put this in front of my kids because mine are they oh, go, yeah. they're oh, like yeah. 11 and 9, and they're, they'll they'll laugh their butts off. Like, it's so Prime silly. Prime age for toilet humor, yep, like the nose picking and, like, the toilets. And, I'm going to be hearing yeah. about it for months. Um, I did this to myself yeah. by having children. But, yeah, mine – see, we played it in college, and it would be, like, a fun game of let's see if the drunk person can still operate this micro game. So I had a very yes. different experience with this video Oh, that's game. a great drinking kids, game, I Bet. close friends and couples 
drunk college drunk age college party. people who don't play <laughs> video games are the best. Here's a Wiimote. Yes. Don't throw it through my TV. See how you do. It was so great. So, Burial Cart and WarioWare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I feel like I'm saying a lot of negative things about this new game, but, you know, it's it's tried Joy. and true WarioWare. Like, mm-hmm. it's still fun. Um, if you're really not sure or, like, you, you just, like, can't pay $50 for a short game, go check out your local library. Try to rent it. Borrow like it from a friend. Like, it's still worth playing. This is one they should demo. They should put a demo of this one. There is a demo. Is there a demo? That's a good way oh. to yes. check it out, too. Yes. You should do the demo. And if I, I would recommend the demo. I do think the demo is a good way to know if you would enjoy this type I'm of thing I'm glad they did not. that. Okay, that's If good. you play the demo and you're like, what the heck is this? Is this really a game? Maybe not for you. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not for you. Or if you play the demo and you're like, this is weird. Show me more. Buy the video game. Yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Day yep. one. Day one. Let's go. $50. <laughs> I will say I'm happy with with the um, as as much as I feel lukewarm about the character abilities, they really do dig pretty deep with the characters that they give you, and nice. I like that. That's so good. like if if you have been following the series and you love seeing all of the like quirky cutscenes before each of the levels um, and get to know like who those characters are and like what their their story and lore is, you will be happy to see some of the characters that they chose to make playable. Yeah, that's cool. I'm excited for that because I probably played almost all of these over the years. The one There's a I couple might... surprising ones that I they let you play as. I didn't play the, the twisted one, one of the um, mobile oh, gosh. ones. Elaine. Help. Do you have? I there wanted you go. to play all of the WarioWare games before this one came out. I paid eighty dollars for this thing this, this because def- it has um, like um, the motion, the the, yep. the gyro or gyro, it has whatever, a scope. whatever we call it. Um, yes, um, and it literally twists. Yeah, you you twist. <laughs> it goes all eighty dollars. The GBA was Are like you the G- oh Well, there I'm was serious. There was a GBA game that had a sun sensor also around that time <gasps> sun yeah and i somebody okay. in chat needs to summon the name of that game i believe it was an rpg and it had the there was a solar sensor what? on the cart and it would do things in the game it, it the gba was the king of weird ass mechanics in video games it like really was tie, there it is Boktai. yo that that game was amazing what? <laughs> super I've good never heard of that yep so folks should look that one up weird Boktai or Boktai. b-o-k-t-a-i i believe Boktai. Okay. It's okay. a Kojima joint. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. It was weird. <laughs> of yeah. course. It's a Kojima it's a, joint. Yep. You guys want to get weird? I'll get weird. Is. This is the deep depths of Nintendo podcast. Let's just get weird now. with Nintendo. Let's get okay? weird. Yeah. So, yeah. I want Kojima to make a Nintendo game now. Oh, with a Honestly, solar be... sensor on it. Let's go. <laughs> a solar powered game. <laughs> it's a weird one. I love it. All right. Let's get into some of our headlines. We don't have like a ton of hard hitting news here, but there's some interesting bits. It wouldn't be a first show with a new host without our first Nintendo Direct rumor. There's rumors brewing, guys. Um, There's been some kind of Nintendo Direct in September every year since 2012, with the exception of 2015. Um, You know, whether it was a Direct, like an actual full Direct, or a 3DS Direct, or a Mini. Last year we had the Super Mario 35th and a regular Direct. So it's, you know, pair that with the Game Boy game rumors on Switch Online, and people are talking. We touched a little little bit about it last week. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, do you think that there's going to be a, another one this September? It It's a safe bet to say so. It also seems like a very like, sweet spot for... The, 
besides WarioWare and Metroid, mm-hmm. what else are they doing through the end of the year, right? And they're doing mm-hmm. Pokemon. They're, they're doing, doing Advance Wars. They announced that Brain Age thing. Well, we've seen that. Like, what else? Are they doing anything else that's coming out in, in either December or Q1, early Q1? And this is where they usually are like, hey, look at all our shiny stuff. So, I, you know. You know, mm, at this time yeah. last year, they did Shadow Drop, not even in a direct. They just, like, posted on Twitter one day, by the way, we have uh, Age of Calamity coming out in two months. Yeah. Get yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That's they very did that true. in September. Isn't there... A strong rumor of Xenoblade Chronicles 3. That is and true. That's been shaking around the past month, and, like, they say, hey, it's almost done, and we're ready to go with this game. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's an early Q1 yeah, they, uh, type of game. Chad so do also- they announce that in a direct? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a big enough deal. With, yeah, they should. Yeah. yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 1 Definitive Edition was in a direct. I, I can imagine 3 would be in a direct as well. It's going to be big. How fun would it be I if know. we're talking about a Nintendo Direct at this time next week? I would be so excited because I love their, like, their indies presentations and their directs make me genuinely excited. Like, I just, even if there isn't something for me, there's something about their mm-hmm. way of presenting things that make me feel happy to play video games. Like, warm and fuzzy. And yeah, they're always exciting. Yeah. Lately, it... Lately, it does feel like they, in their directs, that there has been something for everyone. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not like a huge, you know, one of your top favorite franchises, it's usually there is, you can find something in there that you like. Yeah, I especially Mm -hmm. feel that way with the way they present their indie stuff. Like, they just do such a good job of sweeping the spectrum with those presentations. Mm -hmm. But look, I would be pumped just for Nintendo's little logo to be on screen and to show me joy that even I've already seen. Show me... An Animal mm-hmm. Crossing update. Show me. I don't care. Just give me a little happy. We need a Life is Strange Switch date. That's There's right. They pushed that, like, we that still out. Need. Yeah. They could show us um, Splatoon three for next year. My you know, kids. A little bit. Kind of first That'd look cool. at that. My kids are frothing for that. Like we are watching the Sony <gasps> event today, and my son just looks at me and goes, "Mom, I just want to know more about Splatoon 3. That's all yeah. I want like, for same. Christmas. And son, I was like, "This is the wrong company." <laughs> yeah. Same. I, he's like, "I know that this is Sony, Mom. I've been around here long enough to understand, but that's what I want right now." And I'm like, "Bless you, sweet boy. Bless you. <laughs> Bless it. you, sweet." <laughs> what do you think? You're all welcome here. Game Boy and Game Boy Advance on, or uh, no, not Game Boy. No. Game Boy and Game Boy Color on Switch Online in the next direct. It's yes. It's a pos. I think so. You think so? I think it's an easy one for them to do. I think that GBA with with some of the games that people would want, there's so many like licensing barriers that That's they'll true. go for the stuff they can license easily first. I really do think yeah. that. I isn't it pretty hard for I, I I I'm thinking Game Boy Game Boy Color Resolution. These things are are more pixelated than an NES game. <laughs> Try to show that off a 4K ultra high definition TV. It's gonna be like. What are we playing? Are maybe, we playing Pong here? Maybe what? play those handheld. I mean, it's yeah, a maybe play those I'm handheld. I'm just suggesting. Definitely, it's just a gentle. Super Mario Land would be rad. I loved that game. Yeah, like there are ga- there are games for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color that like Link's Awakening, like the original version, would be really rad to oh. see. I loved that game um, deeply. See. I- I, I feel like I would be very excited about this because it would introduce me to a lot of Game Boy uh, games that I've just never bothered yeah. to play because when I was a kid, my Game Boy Color was Pokemon and Zelda Machine. So and you, that's it was a pretty Machine much all I played. And like, let's be real, Pokemon would not be coming to this service. No, and absolutely not. Maybe the Oracle games, but I, I would yes. kind of find it hard to think that Link's Awakening would be since we have the Switch version. Maybe they would. Maybe they would. They'd but probably like, give it to you. Maybe. That's like, 
three games. Like, what else? They have to have other stuff that I'm very excited that I would want to play. I'm trying to think. There was a huge library picture right in front of me. I was like, I have never heard any of these Game Boy, Game Boy Advance games. And I'm like, man, I I just need to, I need to play some more of these older titles. I still want Game Boy Advance more, but I'm willing to give everybody wants that. There were some Kirby games, Um, Wario Land, the Super Mario Land one and two games, which a lot of people haven't touched. Game Boy Tetris was best Tetris at the time. Mm-hmm. Like That's the NES well, Tetris yeah. played like crap compared to Game Boy Tetris. Um, the, Isn't that the most popular Tetris version? I think like, so. It's ever. up there. Uh, yeah. I the, think so. Or, the Oracle Games seasons and uh, stories season. I forget what the other Man, one Man, I just have to tell everybody yeah, if two, we yeah. get this and they put Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages on Ages. the service, yes. go play they them. They are amazing. They are such underrated Zelda games. Most people haven't played them. They're yeah. so good. They're you know, it, it did such a good job on the ages did such a good job on the time travel, like it's after okay. Ocarina of Time. Yes. So uh, they're they're also like not super accessible. Like there's not really easy way. I own the cartridges for them and I You have can play a, them on three DS. They're on can, the three DS virtual console. They are on the three is that still available to purchase games from? I don't know. It's getting I don't weird. Know about that. It's getting weird. It, th- that store is getting like dismantled just, ever so slowly, yeah. just like the Vita and store. That's those two. Sadness. Those two Zelda games are up there. They're very good games, and a lot of people haven't played them. So you should. Personally, if I like them more than Link's Awakening. Ooh, that's a toss-up for me. I have very fond memories of Link's Awakening, and it might be a nostalgia thing. Um, See, I don't. Yeah. I didn't play Link's Awakening when it came out. Oh, I did. I did. Me. I, I, I did. I have I played the entire, Oracle games like heck. I yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. I um, I have a bin of original Game Boy cartridges somewhere that I'm just gonna have to fish through and be like, what else is in here that I need to play? So and replace. Their you should batteries. sell some of them. I'm sure they would go for a hefty penny. I let now. I let nothing go. Save them. Like Save I'm them forever. I'm the opposite of Donnie. I just sit on my dragon hoard of gold and never sell anything. I have a, a original, you know, cartridge for Earthbound. Mm-hmm. It is mine from when I was in eighth grade. It's going <gasps> nowhere. Wow. Don't tell me that. It is oh. mine. All right. I have. I. I. You have to invite me over. Me and Elaine live pretty you close. Live close. You, can you have to over. invite me over just so I can like fish hold through it. my stuff yeah you can totally come to it's that. like oh my god oh my god just hold my it children, in my hands my children would just guide you around through the the household of video game nerdery they'd be thrilled with you <laughs> they'd be like let me show you our things and my daughter would talk about how she's beat breath of the wild all the way through with every korok seed come hang out come hang out that is awesome she's rad. i love yeah. it i'm doing it come we're gonna over. make it happen yeah. Um, another rumor, um, the Switch apparently could be getting an official price cut on Monday. This comes from a French retailer, Nintendo Alerts. Um, the new price would be around, t- oh. <laughs> do you like my accent there? The new price exactly. would be around $250. This and is, apparently, um, yeah. It's happen as early as Monday. I, I would, be- that would be, I would believe this. Because the OLED model comes out right along with Dread, right? Early October. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I could see them pulling an Apple where they intend to sit that eventually into this price point right here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be... It's interesting that they would do it, like, a month beforehand. Like, get people yeah. to get those off the shelves, maybe? So that they can I... fill it with the nice OLEDs. I'm not sure about that. I earliest next week is not believable to me, mm-hmm. especially with like the chip shortage that's going on right now. I'm sure they have enough supply for the OLED switch, but this chip shortage is not going to go away anytime soon for like the next two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I could see a price cut, really? but I think it'll be closer 
to the OLED switch, maybe Black Friday. I could see that. Or even just like a year from now. And Wait, they'll be the fine. O- the OLED's like not the standard price, right? It's like three fifty. Three fifty. So you have a th- yeah. That's the thing, though. The only upgrade you're really getting on the OLED is the screen. So it is that yeah. makes the OLED actually a harder sell if it's an entire I was hundred dollars yeah. more. Like it's a hard sell for a lot of people who who don't intend to play handheld quite so much. Because if that's I true. were to see the regular Switch and the OLED side by side and the OLED's only $50 more. Like, yes. isn't that weird, the psychology behind yes. it? It's the same price, but because it's only $50 more, I kind of want that upgrade. Yeah. But if it's $100 more, do I really need that upgrade? The one that baffles my mind is actually the light being $199. Because, like, I... That, that's a great it's price. A, that like, feels like yeah. a steal for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, has Nintendo... Nintendo doesn't really have a history of these kind of price cuts, though. So I don't know that I'm 100% buying in on this thing. I just don't know that I, I uh, all the way am. They don't do. I, I just think Nintendo can get Europe. away. Do you oh, think or, that it could just be like a, a European price cut for whatever reason? Or this particular this particular retailer decided they're going to do a sale for a week and riled everybody the hell up. Now, who they knows? said it's a. F- they they're they're claiming it's an official like Nintendo price cut across the board. Did someone convert this currency or yeah, something? Yeah, they converted they, from oh. the they, yeah that's to, that is converted to two fifty. Okay, uh, and. We've seen this happen before where the conversion, like I could see 279. That splits yeah. the difference between the light yeah. and the OLED better than. So if, if I was going to believe this and I'm still on the fence, I would think more like 279.99 than 250 in the yeah. US. You know, in, because you you're know. right. Historically, they don't do prices like this. this. I can see packaged in digital edition Mario Kart 8 still oh, 280 God. to $300. Honestly, I can't. And you'll be fine. But- I can't. Yeah, this will come with or Animal Crossing in the box, you know, for the holidays. Or Animal Crossing. Just to push a couple more units. They've done these types of bundles at price before going into holidays. This is big on them going into Black Friday, that Mario Kart bundle from the past and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. This is going to be interesting. I'm curious to see if this happens. And I don't know that I buy 250 in the U.S. I would, I'd venture to say 279 if I had to guess a price. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Yeah, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Sonic Colors Ultimate had a shaky release on Switch this week. Have you guys seen what's what's uh, been shared around social media? The Switch version of the game has a range of technical visual issues. It doesn't seem to be super widespread. I don't think the majority mm. of copies are having this issue, but it was it was more than one or two. I saw a lot of footage of like seizure warnings, like the yes colors just going absolutely nuts and apparently it's only on the switch version of course which i saw a lot of people making comparisons to well this was originally a wii game and skyward sword was originally a wii game it can't just be hard to port a wii game to the switch if it's not having nah it's just a weird port issue that Mm -hmm. they had and like i i there's a whole buzz around it on twitter i understand it's probably not most copies having this but man guys like take it easy on those videos because that's some serious seizure warnings. yeah don't retweet yeah. that Duh. stuff some oh. of them didn't have yeah warnings and it was bad yeah it can be yeah, very bad it, yeah it, it looked really like rough like i i would really feel sorry for a person that is prone to seizures to look at those videos because that's instantaneous i would think yeah. mm-hmm. so keep keep a lid on that um other than that that's a i isn't it a port issue more than a hardware issue i it, think it would have to be yeah if it's if yeah it's, 
If it's not know. every copy of the game on every system, then there's something going on in the code of the game. That's something That's, weird. It's, you know, it's something with the code, yeah. yeah. It's something's triggering those visual... Or it's like, some sort of a memory leak. It could be glitches. like a million things, and I'm not a good coder. I did so hear I memory leak problem. is like, a, yeah. like a, an issue for it. So, so I'm, okay. hopefully they will okay. catch it expediently. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, man, it would be cool if a Sonic game launched that everybody wasn't like <laughs> big mad about. I you know? know. I feel like it's 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 a little bit of a bummer, and I'm not a big Sonic fan. I don't really play Sonic games, but I, I did see a lot of excitement around this and a lot Me of too. people who wanted to maybe try it out who didn't play the original. And just I think I know that this kind of probably doesn't get outside of the little gaming bubble that we're in on like social media and stuff so like most Mm -hmm. people probably don't hear about this but i feel like it almost does take a toll on their reputation at some point i don't know what one they have Mm -hmm. left bex like look i i (laughs) sonic mania was very good okay sonic mania but it was very good to me because the one game but it's it was actually good to me because i have nostalgia i wonder if it was a good game to people who don't have nostalgia for fast sonic you know Mm -hmm. and there Mm -hmm. hasn't been a good sonic game you know what sonic game was good the rpg one that was on the ds that was a good i heard that one was pretty good that was a bomb (laughs) sonic game that one was great but the rest of them i'm just like "Mm, maybe we should just take a break like just no more can they just stop can with we just sonic not like anymore? well they made movies and the movie was relatively successful so now they're just like oh, cash it sense. in kids let's go mm-hmm. you know so i know it is a right. shame that you know this is getting that negative attention because yeah. i feel like otherwise this is an exciting game and hopefully they do patch it and hopefully it will continue to be exciting for sonic fans i will i still wish mm-hmm. to play it i just don't so my issue with stuff like this is it can trigger migraines for me like the color flashing mm-hmm. so i'm just like yeah. mm, i'm gonna have to either play this on somewhere else or just in case wait for a patch yeah, yeah. i want to play it i like sonic I even though it know, keeps hurting it's me it's an abusive relationship that sonic and i have at this point it's bad <laughs> it's so bad the Sonic hurts you more yeah, than Yeah, and I just keep Sonic. coming that... back for like more Sonic, <laughs> even keep... though I just keep crying about how bad Sonic is and how it's never going to be Sonic and, you and get Knuckles. Very excited Love for it. Then... <sighs> just Sonic Mania too. Just do it. Just yeah, give us more Sonic there. Mania. It was very good. Yep. For those who are still into Pokemon Sword and Shield before Diamond and Pearl come out uh, later this year, they're having a new distribution event for Shiny Celebi and Dada Zarud, which is uh, one of the, the mythicals of uh, this generation. I don't know what the, the Dada, it has like a pink what cape is the around Dada? it. I don't know why it's called that. It's not shiny. It has like a special pink cape that I think it makes it stronger or something. They're doing it as a promotion for one of their upcoming oh, movies. Yeah. Um, now to get these special Pokemon, you have to opt into the Pokemon Trainer Club newsletter by September 25th and they'll send you a code on October 7th. Um, I was signed up for the new letter the last time they did one of these distribution events i've been signed up for years and i never got my code (laughs) and that apparently was very widespread apparently a lot of people who are signed up for this newsletter just don't get the codes so it's a gamble if you want to try to try to get one um i (laughs) wish that they wouldn't do this i wish that they would like just do it in game through an event i hate these codes i hate going to gamestop i was just gonna say i remember going to gamestop and code, street passing like, it yeah just yeah, yeah. make it available to everybody just yeah this I doesn't know. i i know i remember doing the mystery gift stuff and i was like hey just log into your internet yeah. during this like two days yes. or a week and just or hit whatever mystery gift yeah 
That's fine. But like, you that. just sign up for the newsletter and hope you randomly get chosen to get the code. It's so dumb. <laughs> like, why? Why? It's like a digital item, too. It's not like they're sending you. Like, when they send you a physical thing, I get that it's like a limited. But this is like the digital Pokemon. Give me the pocket monster. Yeah. Stop fighting with me about it. Stop it. Stop it. I like Celebi. Shiny Celebi is black, right? He's pink, actually. He's pink? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of Dark Celebi. I remember that oh, movie. That was a good be. movie. Man, Pokemon are cool. I was going to say, I really hope I get the code this time. I already have a Zarude for my Pokedex, but I've never had a Shiny Celebi before, and I do like pink Pokemon. I don't play Sword mm-hmm. and Shield anymore, but I, I put them all in that home app now and sometimes yeah I me just too open, sometimes i just open it up and look at them <laughs> you got Hi, you got your live pokedex right there it's like <laughs> yep. look at all my accomplishments Some, I've done. sometimes yep. i like i'll do that and my daughter will be like mother you should let them out they're dying in there and then she'll just <laughs> walk out of the room i'm like child i did not need that darkness in my life today like whoa <laughs> they're just sitting there waiting for you just like your villagers are you waiting need to for feed you them. in animal crossing yeah, they're she's... just waiting for you to come home she's very dark i'm concerned <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, in our last bit of news, I think today they revealed a new Mario 64 Lego set. Every once in a while, they've been revealing these Mario Lego sets. It's been pretty cool. This one's based on um, the mini Mario 64 levels that fold outside from a question mark block. Um, I don't know. Did you guys see it? What are you thinking? Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. I saw it. <laughs> so I have a problem. You seem excited, like I, I don't know about me. I have a problem uh, with Lego. So this is, yeah. for everybody's reference, October 1 is the release date. $170 is the price, which yeah, it's, is it's on par price. with what you'll pay for Lego. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool. Legos are always expensive. You build yeah. a question mark block, which is like pretty substantial. And then it kind of you press in and it flips open to reveal like diorama style, like mini levels. So it's mm-hmm. like a poly pocket. Yes, that's a really good way to look at it, and a billion people are not going to know what the hell that is because you and I are older. Than <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I, you just said. You're pretty, Garrett. It's okay. The girls will know. Thank the you. girls, will, you're so pretty, and it's okay. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Mario figure looks a little bit like from Among Us. Like he's a little sus. Like it's it it's, is very it's, sus. Oh, no. it's like it looks like they don't have eyes at all, and just it's it's creepy. Um, I'm looking it up. Yeah, Peach has Peach like no is face. Like, like what are you doing? It, it's it's a block. I'm still I'm still block. going to purchase this stupid thing because I have the NES. It's 170. Oh, I bought oh, the 250 dollar NES set. It's sitting on my my thing. You know, like I'm I'm gonna do it. And, but that looks good. Wait, those are the characters. They look like little Fisher Price blocks. <laughs> right. They look like Polly exactly. Pocket. They look like Polly Pocket. They do. <laughs> it's not like you made the joke, but it's for real though. Um, I like the it's way the castle looks though, and the little they even included yeah. the little art that's on the top of the of the Peach's castle. The castle looks good. The castle looks good. Just leave the characters out. It's fine. Just yeah. put them in. The ice level looks yeah. cool, too. I like the penguin. The ice level looks really good. I like the level oh, designs cool. of yeah. these, for sure. I, that I is think, really cool. I think moving Lego sets in that way are very novel, too. Like, you don't get a lot of pop-out, like, Lego. Because, you know, it's a... An- and so, like kind of minimal too yes. it's like hey you can just put it down into a question mark block yes. like that it's like oh cool and i could just Sounds stack good. stuff on it and, and it could awesome. be like a little shelf item yeah, that's like the thing it. i would put it somewhere in this nightmare behind me um i'm running out of shelves <laughs> that would be like an Buy interesting more. thing you have some friends that would say hey you want to see a cool thing i would it's totally like do that take- and then this is this is and then my friends would be like that's cool what you're a child. That's I am. <laughs> you're you're basically a like a child. Elaine, right why now. don't you get along with the other moms? Well, let me count. <laughs> let me explain. I um, recently showed one of my um, childhood best friends my gaming shelves a couple weeks ago. Yeah, she had never seen them before. And my mm-hmm. Majora's Mask statue. She's like, wow, I like everything, but 
That one's really scary. <laughs> yeah, it was. The moon was murdering You're not you. wrong. Like, hold on. Let me like, tell yeah. you a story about a video game. Sit down. I'm going to draw a picture. Um, <laughs> she's not a gamer, so she's like, I don't know what that is. We're going to talk about scary. darkness right now yeah. and chaos. Start playing Hello Darkness, my old friend, and then draw, like, draw the plot <laughs> of that game in a very dark room with one light on you. That will not scare her at all. I'll be fine. Kyle the Pug wants us to rate on a scale of 1 to 10 with 10 being be- the best that new Super Mario 64 Lego set. Give it a number. 7. No. I'll give it a 7. It's not the best it could have been. And it. Mm. Kevin pointed this out in the Discord. There was no question mark block in 64. It was an exclamation. There were exclamation blocks. And I'm like, that's a gross oversight, Nintendo. And wow. Lego. Like, yeah. I'm upset. <gasps> um, oops. But I go 7. I like the novelty of it, but it's got problems. <laughs> like the creepy characters. Yeah. Okay. Creepy. Did Me you get the Legos. other the other Mario no. Lego sets? I have one of them. If I okay, so I got you the starter of set okay. of the kids one because if you have the Mario and you put them on the TV, um, from the it, like, NES makes set, it makes stuff, noises, right? and I'm an yeah. idiot. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. You twist the thing, it makes noises. I so. have the the um, NES one, which um, my dad put together most of it. <sighs> There are some really cool Easter eggs in that one. If you take off the panel on the side of the NES, it's a diorama of the whole first level of Mario. Like you can oh, see the pipe. So cool. I'll take a picture for the internet. I'll put it out there. Um, it's pretty dope. It's very cool. Are are the the other Mario set ones compatible with this new one in any way? It looks Did like the Mario. The Mario so. again goes on the question mark block. You can use the Mario. Oh, for okay, cool. Yep, you can. Okay, cool. Well, I like that they do that. They kind yes. of um, like. Make they're sure expanding they're the Mario well. Lego universe. It yes. kind of rewards you for buying all of them, I guess. Yeah, I kind of. look. I'm not gonna lie. If I had like way more space, I would like have all of those, like Boo's Castle, like the littler kid ones, because they're awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> I'm a child. I wonder what the total price is for all. Don't of them nope. It's like Legos <laughs> nope. I might have so a spreadsheet. Expensive. Don't. We're not gonna mm-mm. just like Legos in general. Not even yes. talking like the Nintendo ones. They're yep. just because. Yeah. And shout out to Ed Gardo in chat for for sending me the the NES one. And I was um, my I, I tried to put it together, and my dad did most of it because he's so good at it. I'm like, you know what? This is a cool hobby for him. Like maybe I'll get him another set, oh. you know, for his birthday mm-hmm. or something. And I'm like. So oh, those I, are expensive. I got. I went and bought. Pretty much. They released a, a typewriter, like an old school typewriter. Oh man! And I oh, bought wait, that. Why'd you have to tell me that? I'll send you a picture. It works. Like it moves. Oh, the, so it's very Resident I love Evil. Typewriters. It's very Resident Evil. Like so, I put it on my Resident Evil oh. like shelf that's kind of behind my chair. You probably. Can't. Oh, that's so good. Totally, it's back there. But uh, I'll take a picture from man. the internet. That thing is dope. But it was two hundred dollars. It was two hundred. Yeah. You know. It's ridiculous. So. That's awesome. Whew. Yeah. Legos. I know. I'm good. I, I had the Millennium Falcon one. It was, it, it, but it was the smaller the small version. one. Not the, okay. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I know I looked up the price of that one and that one was really like $800. Expensive. I, um, yeah. <laughs> that's the most expensive one in the store. I was just like, oh my goodness. So the Lego the menu, store. The size good. of my desk. <laughs> the Lego store in my mall has that built behind the glass case and it is like half the me size too, yeah. of me and i'm like oh but i want it <laughs> but I, I really want it I, if i had a whole full-size table for it yeah i i, I, would I need it, yeah. a whole wing of my house that i need to build for this dumb crap like it's bad it's so bad it's so do bad. it yeah. do it do it all right we have some more questions uh to end the show for all of us but also 
of course, Elaine. Um, Cody wants to know with the recent influx of okay, I really like this question actually. With the, and mm-hmm. I think you'll be good for this one, Elaine. With the recent influx of high quality Metroidvania games like Ori and Hollow Knight, what does Metroid Dread need to do to keep up with and stand on its own against these modern takes since it's been 19 years since the last new story in the Metroid timeline? This is a really huh. interesting question, and I feel like I have an answer for it that's maybe the opposite of where the question was going. I feel like if they need to not try too hard. Because exactly. if they yeah. try too hard to play the checkbox game to hit all of these other games, they're going to lose the essence of what makes Metroid feel like Metroid. And they're just going to be yeah. chasing whatever the mechanics are that have gotten like more popular. Like Metroid was always about feeling lonely, exploring mm-hmm. the, the area, not knowing where you were going or why, feeling uncomfortable throughout that experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they've set it up perfectly for this, right? Like Dread is ready to make you feel uncomfortable for the whole experience. So as long as they keep the core tenets of what made like Super Metroid and the 2D Metroid games good and don't try too hard, this should be a slam dunk because we haven't played a Metroid yeah, game. Yeah, I don't time. really want them Honestly, adding yeah. like any new gimmicks that are uncharacteristic of Metroid just for the sake of doing something that's like new. Yes. Um, so I, I get what you mean by that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, it's the opposite of what you'd expect. Just don't try too hard. Just like let us yeah. sink back into the world we want to be in. You know, all the Metroidvania games I've really enjoyed did. I, I feel like they just didn't try so much. I mean, they had some cool little gadgets here and there, but overall, what makes a good Metroidvania game is really the level design, the pacing, and the the controls. Mm-hmm. Like making sure your control is good. If you have those like three big things really nailed down. And I, I guess a good art style. To me, art style really doesn't matter much. I think in a Metroidvania as others, uh, you got a very you're at a solid seven point five to eight for me. It's fair. If, Less if you got the, art the, style the, and more atmosphere, because I feel that. like more atmosphere, atmosphere yeah. is so important in a game like this. That because yes. you're right, like you said, Elaine. It's like um, that feeling of loneliness and feeling like you're in danger at any given turn. They've set this up for that, too. They have a chase mechanic, you know, which they haven't used in a little while. Yeah. Um, Okay, okay. So they've done it before. What what was the... Someone will need to help me. There was a chase mechanic in... Was it Fusion? That they added another... I haven't played it yet. That's the next one I have to play. I want (laughs) to say that that was the one that had this kind of, like, you should play it before maybe Dread comes out. I think, yes, Fusion. Okay, good. Chat be on fire. Thank you all. Um, Fusion always coming with the answer story. You guys got me. Chat (laughs) chat has my back here. Um, Fusion had some of this, and it's like they're they're iterating on that, which is a cool thing to bring back because I loved Fusion. Um, Mm -hmm. All they have to do is nail, like, they have to nail the music and they have to nail how good it feels to shoot that gun with the different, attachments essentially that you get they, they will crush this yeah. if they just make it feel like metroid and they don't yeah if, if you got metroid in there and and then you got the pacing the level design you're good mm-hmm. I, I feel like you're really really good yep i i think you'll it's get really... at least an a yeah i man yeah the, the the point being made in the chat fusion story and cutscenes make it feel like a horror game it was scary fusion felt scary like oh, it, it made you okay. feel both alone and uncomfortable about it. Prime did a good job with this too. Um, but I haven't played a lot of um, Metroidvania games. I've dipped in Ori a little bit. That's like kind of. I, I, there's like a couple other smaller ones that that I've dipped into, mm-hmm. but mostly I, I have played just 
2D Metroid games. And I feel like something that's really characteristic of Metroid to me is memorable boss battles, yes. too. Yes. Um, so okay. I'm hoping yeah. to see a lot of those in Dread. I'm hoping to. Um, it would be cool. I if, am. I mean, Nintendo would like stop. Play Fusion. I'm, I'm trying. Play Fusion. I'm. In the middle of Samus Returns right now, I got a little bit distracted with WarioWare. I got I got to get back to it, you know. Afterlife is strange. I'm I'm like I felt like I had so much time to beat all of these Metroid games nope. before October, no. and like here it is September, and suddenly like WarioWare is out, Life is Strange is out. Like I have to play a game and a half yet. Yeah, I would say if you if you come up against it, I would put Fusion at the top of the list to play through before this because I feel like this yeah, is I'm... summoning things back from Fusion that you will appreciate more Interesting. if you play yeah. Fusion. Fusion was special. I really loved that game. And it's not long. I'm playing Samus Returns for like the modern feel because it's I feel like it, it does have kind of that newer types of mechanics for an older game. Um, so I'm finishing that up. I think I'm about halfway through. And then Fusion's like, what, four or five hours? It's short. Saying? It's sub 10 yeah. hours. It is, it is a sub, yeah. t- but it is... Like, Oh, that's like, nice. It, it's expedient. It is tense. I like, I, dude, play fusion. It's good. Isn't the color art, like the character art, the same too? It's like pink and bluish. Is that the one I'm the thinking? Or is that, that Metroid wearing? too? She has the light. Yeah, or is the, that Metroid the blue suit, I think, in, in the blue fusion, suit. The blue, okay. That's the one that, that you get. Oh, boy. I can't remember. Yeah, but she, it's like, I think you have the bluish suit in this one. If I okay, okay. sounds good. I remember the character art in, yeah. in front of me. I need to play the other Metro games. I only played Samus Returns on 3DS. Oh my so. god, we have to talk. Um, we, we need Fusion to is available on the Wii U Virtual Sorry. Console, I think is probably the best way to play it now. I still own my GBA cart for that game. Or Retro Pocket. Hey. Don't get out of here with that. Get out. No, I'm just kidding. Send. I need your help. Play, with that. I, I can play all your games now. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> yeah, true. You should play your Wait, library. you've never played Super Metroid? I have not played Super Metroid now. Play Super Metroid. We have to talk. Yeah. We have to have a conversation. It's a good game. Now I, I like always thought that that Everything would else. always be my favorite Metroid game. Mm. I don't know anymore. Uh, it's it's my favorite personally, but I have very fond memories of staying home all day, very sick, and playing through that game and finally figuring it out, mm. like without a guide. I feel like it's a very well crafted game. It's very, very good. There are some problems, like the wall jumping is a little wonky and it can be a little frustrating. Um, but Prime, the first Prime game, is also very special. So it's it's hard. I like 3D Metroid, but I'm finding that I'm more of a 2D Metroid girl. That's the go-to. And I think that that's why I'm really glad Dread is a throwback to what I really love about Metroid. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep. Get excited. Let's go. Okay, Zach is hitting us with another hard-hitting question. Which racing game on the Nintendo 64 between Mario Kart 64 and Diddy Kong Racing is the best one and why? And before we Those answer, I, I have to Those just two. be really sad, Zach, that you wouldn't let me include Beetle Adventure Racing in you this can't. comparison because that is, without question, the best racing game ever. I never played that. I never Ooh. played it. I have no... Boy, I... I own and have played both 64 and Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong Racing, though. Oh, man. I'm interested in your opinion. Yeah. It's it's very difficult for me because I remember loving, and I haven't played them in a long time, so now I'm going to go down this rabbit hole of like, well, I've got this N64 with this HDMI port hooked up, so let's make a dumb decision and play Diddy Kong Racing again. Mario 64 was the go-to college dorm racer, so I played more of it. So I have fond 
memories of it. Mario 64 was a uh, college dorm. Mario racer. Kart 64. Excuse me. Look, we brought it with us. We had it in. The, I'm old, Garrett. All right. I, I was like <laughs> I'm old. five. <laughs> I was like five or six. How many times can we make Elaine feel old in one podcast? She's fine. not. Gonna, we're gonna fine. want her and beg her to come back. Fine. She's not gonna want to come no, back. I'm gonna be like I threw my back know, out right? being old in the morning, and I can't make it tonight. That's just gonna happen. Um. So look, here's what happened. Okay. Double Dash came out on GameCube and people in the dorms didn't like it as much. Oh, that's true. And that's so true. they went back. But we, yes, we played a lot of my freshman year of Mario Kart 64. I have more fondness cool. for Mario Kart than Diddy Kong Racing, but yo, Diddy Kong Racing is still very good. Still very good. Oh, I love Diddy Kong so. Racing. It's like so far ahead of its time yes. being all this like free to play, like, like open world-ish. Yep. And then playing all the different vehicles, oh my gosh. These these racing games and Riders Republic doing all these games now, it's like, no, son. No. Diddy Kong, 60, in, Diddy Kong Racing. In my day. Did it before. It's funny because I think um, a lot of people wrote it off, but it's good. It's real good. It did. It's real good. Yeah. yeah. Which of those two games can you race in a Volkswagen Beetle? Look, okay. I didn't think so. I wonder if the retro game <laughs> stores by me are going to have a copy of this nightmare on N64 so I can go buy it. and get. Can you imagine the looks I'm going to get? They're going to be like, you know that there was a Mario Kart and a Diddy Kong racing for this system. I'm going to be like, look, you were probably born when I was in college, son. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Calm down. I have to go. This is for, this but is for Every science. time I bring this up, people think I'm being sarcastic, no. but I'm I'm being extremely serious. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to write the video game <laughs> down, and then I'm going to go find the video game, and I'm going to tweet a picture of it. it to you when I eventually find this. Oh, my God. So, Do wait. I, let me explain here. Beatles. Okay, a Beatle game. Is it like a Volkswagen Beagle? A Volkswagen Beetle. Not like bug beetles. No, is, I'm disappointed. Oh, I've been thinking of bug beetles. I want to ride a beetle. All, like, I want to name There is a mode. There is a multiplayer mode. Like it's kind of like the equivalent of like a battle mode where you can collect ladybugs. Oh, I so have that's pretty close. So many questions and concerns. But, so Volkswagen beetles racing. You thought I was talking a, about actual bugs? Yeah, I want bugs yes. that I can name. This is Jimbo. <laughs> this is Steve. Like I want, ever like, since you, you said know, beetle racing, yes, I I thought <laughs> that's it was fantastic. Like, no, we're talking about actual like punch buggy, no punch back beetles. I'm actually disappointed. I had this. Oh, the ones that don't exist anymore. Right, the right. ones that they don't make anymore. I had this vision in my head of like real beetles and it was like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids situation where you're racing through the garden. I have a way better video game. Chat coming in. Thrax saying, Beetle Adventure Racing has a 90 on Metacritic. And Boom. this is how let's we know the, that Metacritic is see that is Mario Kart and Diddy Kong racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, look, <laughs> don't search that. <laughs> Moving on. It's, it's like a 98 in a 97. Moving on. <laughs> Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> um, Adam says, other than a possible Zelda Maker game, which, by the way, drink every time I mention Zelda Maker, you'll get drunk so fast. <laughs> is there another genre you'd like to see attempted for the franchise? He says, I'd love to see a turn-based strategy or a full-blown fighter like Soul Calibur. Why don't we have a Metroid Maker? I realize that I'm coming in hot on this one opinion thing, but like that would be really cool to make like a Metroidvania-style map with original nes oh, tiles that's a different question different makers uh, he wants to know what other genre for is i think that's the question right what other genre zelda. you'd like to see for zelda oh okay yeah. boy oh, i don't know no. although we could have a whole other conversation about, about makers. makers that would be fun oh man i like a genre I li for the franchise huh well just give us a cart racer 
I realize that he's in Mario Kart, but that's not the same. <laughs> Give us a full-blown kart racer. Like, wait, hold on. We'll race them on beetles. I've got it. Well, no, the bugs. There we go. Yes. The bugs. Volkswagen beetles. Bugs. The bugs. The bugs, yes, yes, yes. The, the stag beetles that you collect in Breath of the Wild. That would you, be you collect Korok seeds in the racing you know, course and everything. Uh, this is hard because I feel like <laughs> Zelda's so, like, even Age of Calamity was pushing it for me. Do you know what I mean? I want Zelda to be Zelda games. Maybe yeah. I'm a snob about it. I feel like this could be okay. I don't know if it would be great, but this can be okay. A first-person narrative-driven simulator of you being Link and just going through, like, a castle or something, Hyrule Castle, and, like, going through memories of Zelda or, like, trying to relate your story with Zelda in some form. Rebecca's not convinced at You're all. You're turning this into a roguelite. I, it's going to end with that, isn't it? No, it's not a rogue. Okay, no, okay. I'm, 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 I'm like saying what remains of Edith Finch, but oh, in okay, like okay. Link's perspective or like uh, Gone Home That's or, or something More, like, like that. Like a narrative. Okay. Yeah. Very narrative focus. Get rid of like, like, like give me all the characters in Breath of the Wild and do a lot of different memories and interpretations and, and stuff I would like that. like that because I feel like Zelda's like one thing that consistently suffers with the series is um, the like... The storytelling, I feel like Zelda yes. has such good stories, mm-hmm. but they don't always do a good job of telling them. Right. I, right. I would. I was gonna say a turn-based RPG, because then you can have Zelda have yeah. magical powers, and then you can have a character who is like it can almost be Chrono Trigger esque, and then you can have combination mm. power things, where they you can do joint attacks. But then you have this opportunity to tell the story the way that it could be told, because you get cutscenes and you get dialogue and you get the space for those things to happen because like with the exception of breath of the wild zelda combat is you know it's okay it's not like blowing your hair back you don't need it to be there it's more about the world than the combat so why not just make it a turn-based rpg and give me more story you know and give me like like 16-bit yeah i was gonna say throw it back sprites like let's go back yeah like let's do it octopath traveler style you know yeah that would be and and give me a Yeah, pretty. I would be down diorama with that. style. I like your ideas a lot better than what I came up with. Well, let's hear it though. You gotta, you gotta chime in. <laughs> okay, stick with me for this one. Oh boy, let me hold oh, on. No. Let me stretch. I'm very <laughs> old. We have to stretch before traumatic. I incidents. I literally googled um, video game genres just because like I was trying to imagine it in every single possibility. Like we actually have already had zelda in multiple genres like we had them in a first person shooter with Link's crossbow training we had the rhythm game with cadence of hyrule like we've had Mm -hmm. it in lots of different genres already and then i came across mmo and i thought pokemon unite but with zelda characters so a moba you get to like be a goron you get to be a zora you get to be a rito okay okay, wait and like maybe they maybe they get to have different abilities maybe like mifa heal is like the healer or something i wouldn't play this but i'm sure a ton of people (laughs) totally would at least try this you would at least try this because you wouldn't be able to help i at least tried pokemon unite and i at least played it for a week see you've done better than me so you at least play two weeks of this but i do feel like there's like enough diversity in the characters that like you would be able Mm. to get like you know i feel like daruk or a goron would be kind of the the big wall tanky type character 
And maybe Age of Calamity or Hyrule Warriors does enough of this. MOBA, MMO, I don't know. What's the difference? MOBA, I don't know what the don't, difference with, between those two. Okay. Did I mean MOBA? You meant MOBA. I don't know. You mean MOBA. You mean MOBA. I don't know what the difference um, is. I don't play either of them. It's interesting because Nintendo is willing to let this like new things happen with with Link and with the Zelda series, like Cadence of Hyrule was a big deal. Like that surprised yeah. me. Oh, it deal. was really cool. And it was, to see. it was super good. But it, when they announced that, I was like, really? Really? You never do that. Yeah. Zelda. It was out of nowhere. Sure? Are you? And then it was amazing. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Give the, give the Pokemon unite people this and let's see what they do. Cause that game is fun. Despite me not loving like <laughs> MOBAs. It's still fun. Honestly, and I feel like those are the types of games that make me try genres that I would normally never try. Like, I would yes. never have tried. What was it? A, it was a MOBA? MOBA. Is that what it was? Yeah. I would it's never have tried Multi. a MOBA if it weren't for that. And I feel like Zelda has the power to get me to try literally anything. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your game that will get you to try any genre just because it has Zelda on it? If a game comes Pretty out much. and has Yeah, that, which, okay. like... I feel like I want to say yes to this, but I still haven't gotten around to playing Cadence of Hyrule. My first answer for this question was rhythm game, and then I realized, oh, wait, they did that, and I still didn't play it. (laughs) Right? You have to play that. That's so good. I will. I know. I'm not good at the Cadence of Hyrule or the other one, Crypto the Neko Dancer. I don't know why. I'm just not used to the beat. Mm -hmm. That's that's it's it's a very beady game. I love rhythm games. It's just this particular visual way. I just it's very hard for me to it's, capture. Yeah. I it. like what Cadence did. This Necrodancer did not do this because the point was the beat, right? But Cadence lets you turn that off and just sort of play it almost oh. like turn based like movement. And when you move, you see what happens, and the beat matching is turned off. And that's if you are beat deficient, which some people just cannot sink to that type of beat. Um, it lets you enjoy it, so you should play that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. Which is awesome because Zelda has such good music. Oh, it's so good. That's true. It's so good. Remixed like this, too. Oh, it's so so good. Highly recommend. Speaking of Zelda, Johnny Boy wants to know, what is the average airspeed velocity of an unladen Rito? Do you want this in knots or do you want it in miles per hour? Also, I have no idea, but it's faster than... African or European? (laughs) Come on, Garrett. You're a science person. I'm an engineer, what and is, I'm just like, eh. what's what's velocity? What is, what is speed. that? Speed. Oh, my speed. goodness. You teach children, well, Rebecca. Yes. We have to talk. <laughs> I I'm not a teacher. Fair enough. Yeah. All velocity right, yeah. is speed and direction. There's okay. a direction. And to direction. It. Okay. Um, yes. Well, Ritos are it's pretty fast. They are. But not fast enough to not get killed by are, blood are they? Are they as fast as an unladen swallow? That's like the real How question here. How fast does a swallow go? I, have... I don't know. How much does a Rito weigh? They're pretty big, right? Yeah, they're like human Revali size. Right? weight. <laughs> if there is an actual statistic on this, I will <laughs> laugh so hard. Um, I'm responsible for educating my own children, and I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. You know, look. I mean, they're humanoid size. They're big. They're probably 150 to 180 pounds. You know. Revali's six foot three. That's a big ass bird. Evie <laughs> Lorge. Wait, this would say Breath of the Wild, age, height, and relationship status of all of the champions. We should never, we should oh, never have Googled this. This was a mistake. We, oh boy, we're back. Link, height, five foot seven, age, 17 to 18, relationship status, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> 
are there Tinder profiles written for all of them too? We could go down a rabbit hole. There's not, but side and single, just so everybody knows. And he's 135 years old, so that's old. Not that old. He's also six foot nine, so you might want to wear heels. Nice. I'm not. <laughs> Fafaldi is six three. That's a big bird. I don't know. Fast. <laughs> I got nothing. Fast. Pretty fast. fast. Pretty fast Pretty for fast. a large bird. That's what I got. Here. Maybe a sound barrier that's like, I don't know, 200, 300. That seems I, too I forgot fast. how fast that is. Yeah. yeah. That's like a jet. That's maybe it's like not as fast th- as a jet. thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Ante is hitting us with another tough question oh. for y'all and the new host. Crunchy mm. or creamy peanut butter? It depends. Is my answer. Okay. On what? Uh, if it's going in a sandwich. It depends on what you put if on. If it's going in a sandwich with jelly or fluff or banana, crunchy. If I'm eating it with a spoon yes. out of the container, creamy. I eat both. Okay. I keep both I in could, my house. I could see that. I don't know. I'm, I'm rethinking everything about Elaine on this podcast. Oh, man. I like, <laughs> really? I, like I don't like crunchy peanut butter. Why is it crunchy? I love... It needs to be creamy. Well, if I want to eat it's... peanuts, I'll eat peanuts. <laughs> I like You'll get one. a texture to I it, like though. The texture. Like, yeah, yeah PB and J. Don't just mix my smoothie. Oh, you do you separate your food on the plate too? Do you need them yeah. to not touch? I'll eat. So, like, if I'm eating dinner with like the main course and then like two sides or something, I'll eat an entire one thing before I go on to the next. Get thing. ready. I like will take peas and mix them into my mashed potatoes. Oh, oh no! Hell yeah! No, I'm like no, just no. put it all in one <laughs> no. place for me. Yeah, no, yep, totally, Stop. totally. I'm 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 a monster. My plate is always mixed together. I don't know. Well, you're a you savage. About? So you guys are horrible you, people. <laughs> Rebecca, you only do creamy. Then Garrett, will you do either? I'll, I'll do both. Okay, I, do and both. I, I agree with you, Elaine. It has to have a crunch in my sandwich. sandwich. It has to have crunch. Like if if I'm mixing with something, I'm not else, expecting but... a crunch when I bite into a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, I guess am. you've never had, you've never a had crunchy destroyed. peanut butter and jelly doing? sandwich. You you've been fixated on creamy all the time. I like I like creamy peanut butter in a sandwich if I'm toasting the sandwich though, because then the bread is crunchy. Yeah, yeah to- the bread okay. Is crunchy. Like let's talk. Yeah. About- you toast your peanut butter and jelly so sandwiches. I-, I toast the bread. Then I put Sometimes, the creamy yeah. peanut butter on, and it kind of gets melty. And then I put some jelly and smash it together. So okay, you have yeah. to eat it right away if you do that. Yes, See, yes, I make yes, my yes, sandwiches, yes. and then I take them to work to eat three hours later. I do, and it's not going to work I, out if I, I do, do that. that too. But if I'm going to like sit here in the kitchen and be like, I want a peanut butter and peanut butter and jelly, I want it to be like melty and like <coughs> oh, it's so good that way. Maybe I'll try that. That's good. but I'm not going to try crunchy. That's fine. I understand. I understand. I also will melt crunchy peanut butter and put it over ice cream. Oh, oh, that sounds great. Buckle up, kids. That sounds fantastic. Buckle up. I like that's a hot fudge Sunday kind of vibe. I will melt it. Wait, yeah. you put you I'm sorry. What did you though. you put what on what? I will take crunchy, crunchy peanut, peanut butter, butter and melt it a little bit in the microwave so and then pour it over ice cream. Super Oh, that good. sounds so good. so good. Oh my gosh. It's Vanilla ice yeah, cream. Yeah, like like a plain uh, or even a chocolate. It's good with chocolate ice cream too. Just right oh, over top. That okay. sounds so good. Yeah. Add some bananas in there. Oh dude, oh. I'll put I have whipped cream. I'm a child. That does sound good. I'm a I'm a child. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Brandroid BVM says, don't know if it's happened before, but would you like to record an episode of the show together in the same place? This would be- Funny story, that was supposed to happen with, um, like, right before COVID, there were plans to um, get everybody together for E3 2020. And then... COVID happened and we COVID had shirts happened, yeah. made and everything and everybody was supposed to meet up and do it. 
Um, and then, then it didn't happen. Um, I don't know if there's still plans to make that happen someday at some point when we're not in a pandemic. Um, it was supposed to be the PSVG house party. Um, yep. I would love to do that someday. The three um, of us are in a geographic location where this could happen over a long it, weekend. It could. When it, it was could. safe. We could make, we could. It would be a drive for me. Well, but we could meet yeah. you in the middle somewhere. You know, that's like, we do, could. Do you really want to meet in the middle of Pennsylvania? No, I'd rather like, actually go all the way to you or all the way to us. You're right. But like, Rebecca and I could coal road trip to. Country? Rebecca and I could road trip to you. There's good food there. We could. We could be good. Yeah, so it's not impossible. Yeah, it's not possible. Cool. And, and like we said earlier, me, me and Elaine do not live too far away from each other. So I might get up to some shenanigans at some point. You're very Maybe close. You're a reasonable the, distance. You know, yeah. for, for podcast or other reasons. Excellent. We'll see. We'll see. Excellent. We'll scheme some Party. stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. But yes, it was supposed to happen and it still might. It still might it's still eventually. Might. So, Guys, I might move out early next year. So we got to... We got to make this happen. Like I gotta get on it. I don't it. know. Pretty soon. We got so. time. If you want the if you want the PSVG house party to happen, get your vaccine. Get your mask. Be good people. Everyone mask up. Like we're I don't taking know a we're taking deal. a stance on this. <laughs> My kids are pretty good. We're making a political statement, Donnie, and you're gonna have to do it. <laughs> He's her. like already regretting giving us the keys to his show. <laughs> we're so it's delightful. PlayStation though. experience all us. over again. He loves <laughs> But yes, um, how does it feel, Elaine, with one episode? This was a party. Yeah. This was so easy. This was such a blast. I had such a good time. Your chat is so nice. I know, right? Why are they so nice? I'm so scared. <laughs> are they waiting? Are they waiting till I make a terrible mistake? <laughs> they're yes, nice because know. they're being on their best behavior for you. <laughs> That's true. Just kidding. They're always great. Yeah, I figured. They'll um, troll later. No. I foresee us having lots and lots of fun weeks. Um, I really do. Mm -hmm. it, it would be so exciting if we could be talking about a Nintendo Direct at this time next Ooh, week. Yes. Um, keep your fingers crossed. Good vibes. Aw, Chess saying that they love you already. I saw so that. She old like me. <laughs> Solidarity. Stretch I do feel like this is activities. a good round out to our, our trio here. I think you're going to bring something new, bring something exciting to the table. You play. I think you played a lot more older Nintendo games than me. That's so, true. And I think you, yeah, you filled it out pretty well. Thank you too. And then we'll nerd out with everything. It's else. It's gonna be great. There's lots of RPGs that we can talk about. It'll be a blast. I'm oh ready. yes. Buckle up, kids. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh what? Other than Metroid, what's your other most anticipated Nintendo game this fall? This fall. I don't have a good question for. I don't have a good answer for that. Wait, what else is coming out, Garrett? Remind me. We got Shin Megami Tensei. We got Pokemon. It's probably Shin Megami We got Advance Wars. Oh. We got those three. It's probably Shin Megami Tensei of those three. Oh, and Mario Party. And I'm excited about Mario oh. Party because I got these kids that live in this house. Um, oh, and okay. I like to okay, make them cool. play party games with me, even though they roll their eyes a little bit sometimes, but then they have fun. Um, Shin Megami Tensei 5, I'm really excited about. I'm also excited about Pokemon, but this particular iteration was not like I was a heart gold soul silver girl. Those were the ones that like grabbed Got me. It. So this one I will play, but it isn't like my warm fuzzy. Got yep. it. Got it. Yeah. It's a packed fall. Let's go. It is. It's gonna, it is. 
coming along. All right, that is going to do it for our first episode in the new era of Nintendo Shack. If you're listening to this, that means that we have successfully edited and posted the audio, so (laughs) congrats to us (laughs) if you're not listening live. (laughs) So, um, yeah, hopefully Elaine will will not be too scared off and join us again next week. Really looking forward to it. Um, And yeah, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, all. Thank you.